0: It's week 10. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar app, the top rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at linestarapp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizopia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you. And it's week 10 in the NFL already. And we're coming to you live in courtesy of the Line Star app, the greatest app in the history of DFS tools ever. And we know because we are two of the greatest tools in DFS history ever. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, go out there, get that Line Star app. And upgrade to that premium product. You can have all the uh, optimizer and all the great stats and everything going on there. And next week, we're going to have Tyler join us. Scott's going to take a little uh, siesta off for one single show, just one. And uh, our new recruit over here at Lion Star is going to join us. So we'll be excited to talk to him. And I'm sure he's terrified to spend a half hour or so with me next Tuesday. But I will tell you this, Boggs, there's some fun football games on the slate. And we have uh, some fun wagering on the slate as well. So make sure, everybody, you are uh, subscribing to the podcast wherever you get your podcast to the pre-snap courtesy of the Star app. So, Boggs, you know, when we're going around here, we got some returns, it looks like. That's exciting. We got some guys that we thought were back are now out again. And it's just <laughs> the constant fluidity, which is why, honestly, I paid so much more attention to DFS this year than I have to season long just because it feels like it's easier to control and i'm saying easy with a lowercase e
1: yeah i mean uh you know you talk about just the regular injuries that happen in an nfl year uh it, and that is damaging all of our stuff here but COVID also like there are so many guys on the COVID list anymore it's you cannot keep track of them and you know if uh the NFL is anything like college football. All the games would be canceled. I mean, half the games are getting canceled here in college football this week. Most of the SEC, a lot of the Big Ten now. So it's just uh it's ramping up across the country. So not a surprise to see it ramping up within the sports world as well. So uh, hopefully things can get back to normal a little bit and calm down. But um Normal in 2020 is just a few <laughs> guys on the COVID list instead of like 50. So
0: yes, yes. Normal is a, a relative term nowadays. So let's talk about one of the imminent returns. And it seems like we're going to get Nick Chubb back this weekend. And this is a great time to come back if you're Nick Chubb, because you got the Houston Texans on the other side and boy, oh boy, bogs, they are not good at playing the defense as like kids like to say, I tell you what, I got a couple lineups this week that's got Chubb and Kareem Hunt in it because I'm a little crazy. And I, you know, kind of talked about this last week where it's not a lot of premium running back talent. Maybe you should put Dalvin Cook and CMC on the same team. Well, guess what? These two guys play on the same team. And I think there's enough for both of these guys in this game against Houston. I really do. Kareem Hunt is 67 on DK, uh, 75 on FanDuel. Chubb is 68 and 82 on FanDuel. So uh, the price is there, it's right. And I think these guys, when what you saw in the first couple of weeks, it was enough to go around. There were some touchdowns for Chubb and some catches for Kareem Hunt. I think this is best for everybody. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, thinking that Hunt is going to take a step back because Chubb uh, is coming back is, is just, it's not the way it works. For it's these lazy two. fantasy.
0: Uh, I mean, That's what it is. It's lazy yeah. fantasy.
1: I mean, Kareem Hunt has been an RB1, I think only once since Chubb went down. So uh, it's not like he was a, you know, tearing things up and winning you a ton of money when uh, Chubb was out. He was the same producer that he had been. And I think he'll be continue to be the same producer that he has been. And this is an excellent matchup because the Texans are terrible at stopping the run. So uh, we've seen this so many times this year. You love starting any running back that is going up against you. Mm. Uh, they can't stop anything there. Mm. Um, let me see. Can't I think stop. they're dead Won't last. Stop. Mm. They are, yeah, dead last, 32nd in the league, 159 and a half Oof. rushing yards per game. The Texans and that's saying something
0: up. because there's some other teams that have been terrible this year against the run, too. So if you're the worst of the worst, it's saying a lot. Uh, Austin Hooper at 39 and 51 is another guy I keep my eye on. Uh, Baker Mayfield was virtually learning, you know, for all those parents at home with the kids. He was virtual <laughs> this week. Uh, and then by the end of the week, he's moving to hybrid. So that's great. But I'm not interested there. Deshaun Watson always in play especially now with the running game completely in question too. David Johnson in protocol, Duke Johnson. I'm not too thrilled about him. I'm sorry. You can't talk me into him. Uh, Fuller cooks, Watson. That's all still good for me. Anything else for you in this game here that you think is worth mentioning?
1: No, I, I think, I think you've said it all. I mean, I, if David Johnson uh, plays, which I don't think he's going to, but if he does play uh, I think he's a decent start as well. So, uh, but other than that, yeah, it's Watson, it's Fuller. Uh, Harrison Bryant is a nice buy low, as always, not really interested in Hooper that much. Like if I'm going to buy in on a tight end, I would just rather pay for Bryant and hope for the touchdown. But uh, yeah, it's Chubb. I don't want any part of Baker Mayfield at all unless it's a commercial
0: and, uh, and uh. <laughs> well look this week is i think pretty easy in terms of targeting like there, there's some games that you just take hard passes on or one or two things uh this next one i think is one of those for me the washington and detroit the only thing that's really got my eye is two things uh did you know that tj hawkinson is the fourth fantasy points per game in full point PPR formats this year. In terms I of did know that
1: only because I looked it up about 30 minutes ago during a show that the Welsh and I were recording. So mm, yes. Well, yes.
0: yes, I just did it on the TV show. That was the uh, fantasy trivia of the day. And Noah Fant, believe it or not, is fifth. fifth. Yeah, yeah. Look right at behind that. Him. A nice so. Kittle is up there too. It's all about Iowa tight ends. That's what it's about. <laughs> tight ends in Iowa, but like 5,100 for him, 62 on FanDuel. He's expensive on FanDuel. But you might look at it and go, oh, that's not really worth it. It it, it is. It actually is, to tell you the truth. And the other thing for me is check down Charlie Alex Smith and JD McKissick, especially on the full point PPR on DK. He's just 4,900. I love this as a DK play. I don't like it as much on FanDuel, but at 53, I think it's okay. Terry McLaurin, 6,800, 7K. He's always good no matter what. But other than that, man, It's McKissick, it's McLaurin, it's Hawkinson. I don't have a love for really anything else here. Is there anything else to you that kind of pops to mind?
1: I think Logan Thomas is always a good cheap option. Um, And uh, maybe the Lions defense or Washington defense, because these offenses are a little stunted right now, uh, I think could be decent plays as well. Uh, Who would you choose if you had to pick between the Lions or the Washington football teams?
0: What in terms of defense? No oh, and defense. defense. Mm, probably Washington, just because yeah. Detroit's propensity to you know blow leads and stuff like that. So yeah, probably Washington, Washington
1: is averaging you know six and a half points per game, and it's two point three for the Lions. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I think Washington's uh defense could be a nice cheap play this week, too.
0: Well, the defense I want and I'll pay up for is Green Bay. Give me a rookie quarterback <laughs> on the road in his second start after some game film on him against the Packers. Yeah, sure. 4,800 on FanDuel. It's pricey. It's not the only defense to own. 37 on DK. Um, look, you don't need me to tell you that Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are good in cash. Aaron Jones is certainly in play this week, too. So you can list, You could just, in cash, do a, a packer stack against Jacksonville and just leave this alone. I don't want to chase last week's DJ Shark game. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go with James Robinson either, despite the fact that, statistically speaking it's a good matchup on paper I just don't like the game script potentially in this one at all so for me uh I'm hard pass for me on Jacksonville Green Bay and cash that's my take on this one Boggs how do you see it
1: yeah I don't I don't like anything for Jacksonville this week uh you know if if I had to choose one thing it would obviously be James Robinson but I think you're probably going to get what you pay for there. You're not going to get a value at all. So uh, not really into him. I mean, look, Devontae Adams is always in play, but like you said, that's cash game play. So uh, not much in this game. I think this is one of those. It's one of those with a big spread too. You just want to be wary of.
0: Uh, All right, let's move on to the Eagles and the Giants. This one's going to be in New York. Carson Wentz supposedly is going to have Miles Sanders back. Uh, Here's a question. 64 on DK, 77 on FanDuel against the Giants. If he's got the clean bill of health, are you rolling him right back out there?
1: Yeah, the Giants are pretty good against the run. I don't, yeah. I don't think I don't think I want to run him out. So, not his first week. I don't like uh playing guys their first week back off of injury you in mean like general. christian McCaffrey? <laughs> look christian McCaffrey. yeah okay but what happened uh, sorry to McCaffrey, stuck in my
0: throat there he really- got
1: he got hurt uh immediately he had too many uh touches and got hurt so uh I, it's not the uh the greatest game i mean production he was great and they went right back to him but who knows like when christian McCaffrey comes back again are they gonna go right back to him or are they gonna be a little wary because he did come back and get uh, whatever it was 38 touches, 28 touches and uh, get banged up again. So uh, in general, I don't like starting guys in their very first game back after they missed at least a couple weeks. So, and, and I'm not, I, well, I'm, I'm starting just to not
0: Trump this week. I, I, you know, on that, if I had,
1: to is fine somebody... because the matchup is so good and he's been out so long. Like I, he, I, he almost came back last week. The same thing. You can say the same thing about, Sanders but I don't know the Giants defense has been stepping up recently they're way better the last four games than they were the previous four so I I don't know I'm not uh I'm not big on on throwing Miles Sanders out there
0: are you big on throwing any other Eagles out there including the defense too Jalen Rager Travis Fulgham um, I Like Rager, you
1: know, Fulgham's going to have the tough, tough matchup with uh, Bradbury, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I expect him to get the best of Bradbury. I mean, the offensive, you always lean on the offensive side, but he's a little, he's a little
0: pricey 6,400 6,800. I Is like Rager sitcom from the nineties. best of Bradbury. I feel like that was on the CW or something. Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely
1: sounds like one of those shows
0: after two girls, a guy in a pizza place. It's best of Bradbury. Everybody loves Bradbury. <laughs> <laughs> or do they? Find out. 830 CW. There's that Yeah,
1: I think uh <laughs> Isaac Yottam is gonna be on Jalen Rager and uh I like that matchup a lot. So forty two hundred on DK, fifty-six on FanDuel. Decent matchup for him for sure.
0: I like the uh the Philadelphia Eagles off uh defense this week. Uh thirty six and forty six respectively price wise, just because of the turnover machine that is uh Daniel Jones. I mean, it's just he's he's the gift that always keeps on giving, no matter what. I think you could put them into play. And then the Eagles defense isn't great, but again, just Daniel Jones just says here, do you like this football? Have this football. And it just doesn't weigh <laughs> too much for me. Um, yeah. And look, Shepard, Darius Slayton. I just, I don't love this game from an offensive standpoint for the most part. I think I'm okay, okay with Shepard. On. I don't want
1: Slate. Slayton has been bad since Shepard. He came has, back. he has actually, so, which uh, is kind of
0: I- odd because they were both there together last year. And and Slayton was great. So I don't know if it's just been matchups or, or whatnot, or if he's banged up and, we don't know about it. Not sure. Um, but Christian McCaffrey looks like he's not going to be in for this game. And uh, Teddy B struggles a little bit against teams that play zone. And, and I think the Bucks' defense are going to be uh, looking for some revenge this week, personally. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're going to be playing angry. For yeah, sure. I, and and you know, and, and everybody who listens to the show knows that we've loved the Carolina Panthers a lot. There's been a lot of love here for them. Uh, you can still have a one-off Curtis Samuel at 49 and 57. Uh, you want to go at Robbie Anderson, 61, 64. Those are all still good, you know, values. But to me, look, even, even from a DFS standpoint, there's so many different mouths right now on, on the Buccaneers. I don't think any of us really know what Antonio Brown, Godwin, Evans, Jones, Fordette are. I mean, I think it's just a complete right. cluster right now. I'm running away from Did this Did you see the Fox, way
1: that Godwin Fox. was catching passes, by the way? Did you well, see him his like
0: – fingers taped together. Yeah, yeah, his
1: fingers taped together in a way. That just made me not want to – be involved with Godwin at all moving forward until that's all the way healed. I think the one play I I, I would like in this game is probably going to be Curtis Samuel. Uh, you know, I, I think that the Bucks get up big. The Samuel and the Bucks have defense;
0: so those are the two pieces in this contest. That the Bucks defense isn't bad too. Uh,
1: but but yeah, I, I think Curtis Samuel matched up in the slot against uh, Sean Murphy Bunning, uh a bunch of the time could could pay out for him. So I like that matchup.
0: All right, moving on here to Denver at Las Vegas. I told you, it's very streamlined this week. It's, it's, it's like, of, it's like this is good, this is bad. Yeah, you know, We don't like to waste time here on the program because, you know, they'll go, and then we'll go to this next wide receiver. Well, sometimes yeah. there's it's some gray wide area. Wide.
1: That, well, and there's a little gray area in this game. But there's some
0: gray area in this one. And, very and this black one, and white this week. This one is one that I'm interested in. Uh, Denver in Las Vegas, Jerry Judy at 56 and 58. He's got 24 targets over the last two games. Uh, K.J. Hamler on DK. Oh, what a great free square this week at 3800 yeah. I love this price for him on DK. K.J. Hamler in the slot, sign me up. Tim Patrick at 49 on DK, also good. This is more of a, a DK play because it's more volume than it is upside of touchdowns and things like that. Uh, if Noah Fant is healthy, he's another guy you could put in here. Derek Carr is a good value, 5469 By the way, I want to point this out. I just had Andrew Erickson, a PFF, on my TV show today. And mm-hmm. he gave the most amazing stat. 82% of Drew Locke's fantasy points this year have come in the fourth quarter. How about that? I read
1: his article? It's 40 of 49 points over the last two weeks have come from uh the fourth quarter for Drew Locke. It's great nuts. stuff
0: there for manager. That's why that's yeah. why I have him on the TV, man. He's so he's so good with stuff like that. Uh but look, aguilar has been great, jokes aside, 49 and 51 respectively, price-wise. So he's been it's catching not touch a Hey, at 51 on FanDuel, I like I like Agalor and FanDuel. Derek Carr at 54 on on DK makes a lot of sense if you want to pay down for quarterback. I think Hamler on DK at 38. I think Patrick at 49, Judy at 56, all those guys on DK on the Denver side are a good play. And look, Locke's not a terrible play, but you have to understand that, you know, you're, you're going to be torturing yourself for three quarters basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the thing is if, if it's between both these guys, I, Carr is cheaper in both. So I would play Carr well I, know, I would
0: too. And Carr's been so consistent. His yeah. one down game was – He the, didn't throw the, the ball down feeling, and he well, realized fifty. It was 50-mile-an-hour yeah. wins. I mean, I'm not going to kill yeah. a guy for that week. The rest of the weeks is like 19 points, 21 points, 18 points, 23 points. I mean, he's right there. Every Which single is, week.
1: By, by the way, we didn't mention it, but there is projected to be uh, pretty strong winds in that Green Bay Jacksonville game. So, uh, you know, it, it, if you're going into that one, just check the weather report. Uh, you know, be on top of it because Look, I'm
0: going to say this about the wind thing because it does come up. But what, when it gets to like the forty, that's when it matters. This whole twenty—it was twenty-two weeks ago when Devonte Adams caught a gazillion touchdowns. But,
1: but but twenty is when it starts to have an effect. Like you can see an it does, but it has effect. less of
0: an effect on a guy like Aaron Rodgers who's used to it. Yes, than it does, and that's why. And that and that week.
1: But for people that are kind of thinking, Chark, maybe you want to. Oh no, uh, that should do a contrarian play. You should love
0: w- Green Bay defense this week for even more. Right,
1: players. right. I'm just saying, like it, it, it's something we have to acknowledge. Yeah. There's there's supposed to be a little win in Houston and Cleveland too, the, it, but it's supposed to be like 13 miles an hour. The only reason at all I would worry about that is because it was supposed to be 20 uh, when they played the Raiders, and it would wound up being 40 to 50. So just pay attention to it. That's
0: all. All right, let's uh, let's pay attention to Kyler Murray because he deserves it. This is this is fascinating right here because you got Murray and you got Josh Allen, and somehow the the Arizona Cardinals are favored on Fanduel in this game. I'm not sure. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I have a hard time with, I mean, I know it's like a minus two or something like that, but still I like, I had to do like a double and a triple take on that one. Cause it's well, kind Buffalo's
1: of look like crap. They uh, have the, but uh, until last week
0: know. Uh, for a
1: month. And, and um, I don't know The the Cardinals are playing. I love the right Cardinals.
0: I'm a big fan. Look, Kyler Murray is worth paying up for 8k and 88 on FanDuel. I'll pay up for him. Do you
1: Punt know, you know that this fans? is your East coast bias, by the way?
0: Cause I think that, they're
1: like pretty Cardinals. evenly. I think this should be a pick this game. No, Um,
0: it's, it's more just surprise because of, um, well, I don't know. I mean, Because you only love East
1: coast things because I only love East
0: coast things. I love (laughs) cheesesteaks and Bruce Springsteen and, uh, You don't like in and out burger. I do Uh, actually, I do like in and out burger. So that's (laughs) that's a lie. That is a lie. I do like in and out burger. You don't like
1: sunshine and great weather. So I do like those (laughs)
0: things too. What am I doing here? i that's don't know questioning my whole <laughs> life right now. what am i doing uh punting on all the running backs here Kenyon drake's gonna be back and i don't care you know what they need to do they need to go out and get some big bodied running back who can run between the tackles next year and that's going to make them even harder to to defend it's such a do,
1: waste for the cardinals to do that in K- kingsbury's offense where it's just all running and no, but it's all running it, from the quarterback and passing
0: it, here's why it's not okay because You have to play some defense in the NFL, and if you have a little bit of a power running game that you can rely on at times, you can use that to your advantage once in a while on the fourth and shorts, on the third and ones, on the moments where you can extend a drive with that lovely, lovely offense you have that runs a million plays. That's just just having Jordan Howard, you know, I mean. Right, I don't care who Just give me 22-year-old Jordan Howard, and I think that's good. The problem is none of these guys can run between the tackles. Edmonds proved he can't last week and he had every opportunity to run away with that job. Hopkins is seventy-seven, eighty-six. 86. I prefer Christian Kirk at 57 and 63. So give me Kyler Murray and Kirk. I think that's a great way to start this week against the Buffalo bills. And on the flip side, Josh Allen is 75 and 87. Zach Moss is just 52 on DK 58 on Fanduel. duel. Uh, Brown Diggs, Beasley all, you know, in play, Brown Davis. is like th- very
1: cheap on DK.
0: Yeah. And I was gonna say, and then your boy, Gabriel Davis, 3,400 again on DK. So take me through this game. Talk to me about the Buffalo bills and how you see the value, if any, here and how you want to approach it. I
1: think it's going to be very high scoring game. So uh, th- this one, I-, I would, you know, it's played in Arizona. So there's not going to be any weather issues at all. So I'm big on Josh Allen this week. I'm big on uh, Diggs. I don't think is a crazy high price. 7,500, 7, uh, I think you could play any of these wideouts. Look, Beasley for whatever reason hasn't been good, like for the past two or three weeks. So I think I'd probably stick with Diggs. It's like uh, I can't remember; it's three weeks or four weeks ago. Beasley had that twelve catch game, and ever since then he's been downhill. So. I love
0: Brown. I think he's the best ROI on the board. Fifty three and fifty six. That's a great return. I love that on FanDuel, especially because he's always got touchdown upside.
1: Yeah, I mean, I but Kirk is not that much more expensive at uh fifty. no but i'm saying
0: if you want to game stack this one you go kirk you go uh i go kirk i go brown i go Kyler murray that's that's how okay. i go with this one
1: yeah I, I i could see you know what i feel like murray and allen are going to be somewhat similar so on dk allen is 500 bucks cheaper than murray only 100 is the difference between them on FanDuel. So i probably stick with Murray on FanDuel just because he's been averaging more points. But uh, on on DraftKings, I think I might lean towards Josh Allen.
0: All right, we've got the uh, Los Angeles Chargers at Miami Dolphins. Herbert, 66 and 8K, amazing. Justin Jackson's going to be sitting this week, so don't look to play him. And don't look to play Kalen Bellage because he's Kalen Bellage. Don't do that to yourself. Uh, Keenan Allen and Cash, along with Herbert, is is always in play, but... Let's have a pause and have a discussion here. Uh, How do you feel about that duo against the Miami Dolphins defense, which has played pretty well in the last few weeks? There's no doubt about that.
1: They played pretty well, but I I don't know. I'm pretty trusting of Keenan Allen. I think he's one of the most trustable wideouts uh, in the league. So I'm more than okay with playing Allen, and I'm okay with playing Herbert this week too. It's not crazy expensive.
0: All right, so Preston Williams is out for the Miami Dolphins. Does that help or hurt Devontae Parker?
1: I think it helps Gesicki more than anybody. And uh, uh, I'm getting I think, a little sick of him. Okay. But the, you I know think why? The Chargers... Because I,
0: I, all, this, all this good data tells us that he should be good. And every week we come up with a new good data reason, and I'm sick of it. Okay. Uh, all right. That, uh, there's but, the dad but, joke for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know.
1: I, I got yeah.
0: it. But because uh, yeah. his name is Gesicki.
1: No, I I understand. So uh, he is, you know, Gasicki. even though you're sick of him is still like right in line with stupid Hunter Henry. So uh, (laughs) I I think that uh, I think this is a big Gasicki week. I think this is his breakout one. So I'm okay with him. And he's, you know, forty three hundred fifty three hundred. So fairly cheap, a little more expensive than those free squares. If you have a little money left over, if you've uh, done a little trimming here, there, whatever. I think I think I'm going to go back to the well, but I, I, I'm telling you, if he doesn't do it this week, I'm out, I'm giving up, but I said, I'm that already Logan out. Thomas. I I'm said already out. Logan Thomas. and he scored a touchdown. So I, I would rather
0: play and I, and we'll get to it in a second, but I, I, there's a, there's another tight end, rather play a couple of them still yet to talk about yeah. this week without a there, there are
1: definitely some other tight ends <laughs> I like better, but I, I think, you know, if you're going against logic because most people are like Joe and are sick of him, if uh, he's going to be low rostered, so I I think this could be a nice game to
0: play him. He in. has earned that low roster ship, he has. I am yeah. sick of it. All right, let's go to Cincinnati of Pittsburgh here. Joe Burrow off the bye, 72 and 57. Uh, Tyler Boys at 64 and 67. T Higgins 55 and 61. What a great value on DK for T Higgins this week! Love the 55 there. Let me tell you something. I got some contrarian love in this game. I feel like, you know, the Steelers have had a lot of, you know, close games, all these things. And I feel like there's this collective, oh, okay, fine. We got through all of that. We got through Dallas. Okay. And it's just the Bengals this week. And I think there's a little bit of not understanding that this is Joe Burrow and they're going to go out there and they're going to, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at you. I love Deontay Johnson in this game at 52 and 57. I think he's a good return this week. I love Eric Ebron at 44 and 55. Those are the guys to me. I'm taking the cheap side of this just in case it doesn't completely pan out and also taking into account the potential downside of a not as healthy Roethlisberger. So take me through this one because I think Cincinnati has some contrarian love for me this week. Uh, how about you?
1: I, the only guys I want to play on Cincinnati at all are Boyden and uh, are Boyden Higgins. That's Higgins, it. Uh, Higgins. I'm not going to pay for Burrow. I'm not going to pay for, uh, you know, Mixon if he's back or Bernard if he's not. Uh, I'm not going to do any of that. I think A.J. Green has proven to be untrustable. Drew Sample had a big game against uh, Cleveland and then nothing after that. So uh, I tell you what, though, if Mason Rudolph plays in this game, which we don't expect to happen, we expect Ben to be good. He tested negative for the COVID stuff. He can't return to practice until Saturday. Uh, but he also has the knee injury that he had against Dallas. So if they decide to sit him for a week and uh, go with Rudolph, I don't want any part of this game offensively for the Steelers, I don't want any part of Mason Rudolph throwing balls to wide receivers at all. But no Vance McDonald because he has COVID, he tested positive. Eric Ebron and him are the only two tight ends for the Steelers that have played at all this year. So Ebron should get 100% of the snaps. So I like your call out on him, Ebron,
0: um, dude. He is if, real cheap this week, and I think he's in a yeah. great spot against a bad Cincinnati defense. Like, he's the if he does not score a touchdown this week, I would honestly be shocked. I just right. think he's a lock for a touchdown and that's all you're looking for. You're looking for that touchdown lock. That's what you want to tight end in DFS. You get that. You're good to go. And all the prices are
1: fairly close on, uh, these three wideouts. I think Juju going back to number one last week is where we're going to go. I think Deontay is still not 100%. I think that toe is still bothering him because we haven't seen him look like he did in the first, uh, month, uh, in about two or three weeks. So, but, uh, but yeah, I think Juju is my guy if I'm playing one wide out here.
0: All right, this next game's got a lot of pieces worth uh, looking at, uh, and it's the Seattle Seahawks against the Rams. Uh, Jared Goff did not look good his last time out. That's okay. Enter enter the Seattle Seahawks defense. That's all you need. Uh, Jared Goff at 65 and 74 might be the best value play a quarterback of the week in terms of ROI. Uh, forget the running game. I want nothing to do with it. I'm just going to hard pass it. I'm going to go right around. I'm going to look for Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Cup is 69 and 77 on FanDuel, 66 for Woods on DK, 72 for him on FanDuel. I prefer Woods. Uh, He's cheaper on both. Also, yards after catch. I know you've got some love for Reynolds. Talk to me about the tight ends here. But I think this is a great opportunity here for the Rams offense to get back on track and be the Rams, which is they look terrible last time out against Miami. Now they're going to go to the bye and they're going to come back and they're going to score 40 points.
1: My favorite tight end of the week is Gerald Everett, 3,100 and just super mm. uber cheap everywhere. The Seahawks are on pace to give up, uh, I believe it's a league record, 183,000 pass yards this year. So, uh, I mean, it's over 5,000 is what they're on pace to set, and I think the record's somewhere around 4,800. And uh, it's just crazy. Seattle is giving up all the passing yards. So uh, Woods is in play. Cup is in play. Reynolds is cheap at thirty five hundred and five thousand in both tight ends, whether you want Higby or Everett. I just think Everett's been better over the last month. So I would go with him. But they're both in play uh, this week. I like uh, I like pretty much everything uh in the receiving options, still not messing with their running backs. I'm okay with Goff though. It's 6500 specifically on DK, 7400 on FanDuel is okay. But uh I like every part of this Rams passing attack this week.
0: And look, we uh also pointed out before we uh move on to talk about Seattle, we pointed out that uh well there's a lot of four o'clock games this week too. So if you just want to ISO these four o'clock games yeah, which yeah. includes the you know, Denver Buffalo game, <clears throat> this game, the the Pittsburgh, game, like all, all these four o'clock games, man, I'm telling you, and, and there's, you can make the case for that this week too. And, and, or even isolate the one o'clock it's been really, it's been really lopsided in terms of scheduling this year and the one o'clock and the four o'clock. So this is an opportunity this week to kind of separate out a little bit. If you like to do that, this is a good week to do it. Uh, Russell Wilson, 77 and 89. The running game is all over the place. If you want to take a stab at DJ Dallas scoring a touchdown uh okay, that's fine. 56 to 51 for him. DK's always a good investment, 76 and 83. And of course, David Moore will have that one catch for a touchdown right on 30- <laughs> 3,400. Like I like that's it. It's like David Moore, three catches for eighty yards and a touchdown, or two catches for ten yards and no touchdowns. Like that's Did David you Moore. See, uh last
1: week, that David Moore touchdown that he caught, that sixty yeah. yarder or whatever, yeah. that was the um it was, it was the, the longest
0: air air yards, yards in the single
1: yeah, mix, right? uh, on a touchdown in four years. So wow. uh, that was very impressive from Russell. I mean, Russell's a play every week. I like them less <clears throat> this week because the Rams do have a decent secondary. Uh, and Metcalf gets uh, Ramsey. That's going to be a tougher matchup. I still expect Metcalf to. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, nobody. Well. You know what? No. I especially because it's Ramsey. Rams is gonna say some stupid stuff and DK Metcalf is gonna embarrass him at least one play in this game. I'm you right now. <laughs> lock it up. You when we come back here next week, you lock it up. I guarantee you there's gonna be that moment where we go, like, oh, there's DK Metcalf making Ramsey look a fool. I'm telling I like right
1: Lockett a little bit here. I mean, uh I losing a
0: little lo- bad pick in this game.
1: Yeah, losing a little bit of steam as far as price goes, obviously way less than Metcalf at this point. 7400. That's a decent. Uh, price And I think the Rams are, they're like worst or second worst in giving up points to the tight end. So it's hard to isolate a tight end for Seattle, but Hollister was the guy that did it last week. So maybe he'll be a little more involved and he's uh, uber cheap, 2,600, <laughs>
0: All right. Last game here on the main slate. Drew Brees at home in the Dome, 64 and 76. Alvin Kamari got to pay up for it like every week, 82 and 9K, but he's always a good payup, especially on DK for the full point PPR. I always prefer to pay up for him there than on the FanDuel, uh, just from the touchdown uh, situation. Michael Thomas, 74 and 85. You're not really getting a huge discount on Michael Thomas. So here's my question here Do you fade Michael Thomas again this week, or is this the week to buy in here? Second game back against the San Fran secondary that struggled.
1: Yeah, I think this is the week to buy in. So I, I'm I'm okay with playing Michael Thomas. It's expensive and he hasn't done it yet. So I get it if uh you know you're not running to go play him or something, but I like if, it on the
0: full VR more. <clears throat> yeah, in yeah. Get in the end zone.
1: Yeah, if you uh if you've been waiting to play him, this is the week to do it. But if you're hesitant, I'm also okay with that. I get it.
0: All right, there you have it. So uh anything over there for you on the 49ers? Any love for these guys?
1: I mean, Ayuk, I really like Ayuk, and he's 5,700, 6,500. You saw Richie James get uh, the majority of the game plan, which is the spot that Ayuk plays last week. So uh, him coming back could be big. So I like him. And a little bit of love for Ross Dwelly as well. The Saints not great against tight ends, um, 3,800 and 5,000. There's some good tight end plays this week. Nice, cheap one.
0: Yeah, there you have it. All right, boys and girls, it's that time again. It's time to find the end zone. Scott Biden and I are each going to pick someone to score a touchdown, a running back, and a wide receiver. And you get to play along with us. Go retweet this segment. Follow us over at LineStar app and LineStar NFL. And one of us will be your champion, and you can win some free swag courtesy of the LineStar app. So I will start this week with my uh, my running back to score a touchdown. I will keep it easy. Give me the wind, give me Green Bay, give me Aaron Jones, and that's what I'm looking for. Green Bay Packers, <laughs> Aaron Jones is a lock for a touchdown this week. Uh, how about you, Boggs? Who are you going for your running back?
1: Man, this is a tough week. This it's is a tough a, week. It's a tougher week, but, I mean, give me Alvin Kamara. If, if, I, uh, if I get to choose anyone here, I mean, Alvin Kamara, the, the Niners defense is rough. It's banged up. This one should be a walk for them, uh, especially if they play anything like they did last week. So give me Kamara.
0: All right, who's your wide receiver, Boggs? You get to pick first on this one.
1: You know what? Just to upset you, I'm going to take DK Metcalf. That's so fine. Me Metcalf. You can, no,
0: I'm, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it because when he embarrasses <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, it's going to be absolutely hilarious. Uh, I'm going to stick uh, in that same game. Give me Robert Woods against the Seattle Seahawks non-existent secondary. So there you have it. Woods, Metcalf, uh, Aaron Jones, and Kamara. Those are the picks. Again, go follow us on the Twitter machine and make sure you subscribe to the pre-snap show. Right here, anywhere that you get your podcasts. And uh, before we go today, Bucks, one more note in that New Orleans games, just for fun, I'm throwing it out there. Taysom Hill, super cheap. Yeah, tight end. You, you talked about him yesterday. So. And I'm going like to throw, throw this call out, out there at 4,500 over on FanDuel. You know, when Michael Thomas is back, it frees up a lot of things. And Taysom Hill gets a lot of work in the red zone. If you want to punt on tight end on FanDuel, that's an interesting way to go about it. So that'll do it for us. You can follow us on Twitter, at Bogman Sports at Joe JoePizapia17. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pia and Scott Bogman.